Hang on. Hang on. Halt. podcast before we get started we've got a voicemail from jonathan leonard uh regaling us with his stories of catching up on the episodes here's jonathan hey greg this is jonathan calling with another weekly roundup of the episodes that i listen to at work this week so uh variety playhouse i do love that venue song it does carry the tradition of Box shows and locations being something else, which they like using that metaphor, like uh, no cops being a hostage situation or working undercover for the man, the band being just a front for being a CIA spy. Uh, House at the Top of the Tree. I used to play this a lot on my drum set when I did have one, and uh, my parents always mistook the drum part I was doing since they couldn't hear the music as me playing some song by the Talking Heads with that precision kind of marching their part. Uh, bed, 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 the Kimya Dawson version, I always thought that the melody could sound very similar to the same melody they used for What is a Shooting Star, so sometimes I have actually sung that over top just to be stupid. Um, and uh, that live uh, version that you played that was Mark Pender on the trumpet. I actually downloaded that soundboard from back in the day. It was a great show, single set, but they went for about two and a half hours, and horns were there for almost the entire show. Uh, for Token Back to Brooklyn, Secret Track, as a parody of the Nirvana one, Weird Al did one uh, called Bite Me. For my man, a shout-out to Daryl Till, because I know that he didn't... Uh, Fit in the cover section just for that small chunk, but I love the My Man insertion that he did uh, in his cover of Spiraling Shape in the Purple Toupee. A uh, piece of dirt, I'd say the Peak Live version is the one that they did. Uh, I think it came out in Unlimited, but that nice medley that they did of Piece of Dirt and Lucky Ball and Chain. Uh, Santa's Beard, one more example of the che- cheating narrator would be Escape the Pina Colada Song, one of the worst examples of uh, people being okay after simultaneously both figuring out that they wanted to uh, cheat on each other. And then lastly, uh, Clown Town, ooh, that's a piece of shit. Uh, I guess I could think of one more. I did also listen to the, uh, the Planet of the Apes. Some of the freewheeling nature where they were just trying to come up with lyrics Almost kind of sounded like uh, Linda Belcher doing that murder mystery musical thing in uh, that one episode of Bob's Burgers. At least uh, that was the vibe that Flames was giving me with a few of those tracks. Anyways, I'm going to be listening to some more next week. Bye. Thanks for calling in, Jonathan. 
Yeah, I'm trying to remember that Linda Belcher scene. I think I know what you're talking about. Um, but I couldn't find it easily uh, for a clip. Uh, especially with the hotel that I'm in having no Wi-Fi like whatsoever. Uh, so anyone could call in at 224-801-2930. Or you can email thoughts to thismightbepod at gmail.com. And now on with part two. Be of the bird of the moth. Here we go. Do you know much about Manfred Mann? I mean, we we uh, don't really have time to maybe get into like the whole thing there. But yeah. are, were you aware of the the you know the band? I I was looking them. I only knew Blinded by the Light, and I didn't realize that was like a second in- incarnation of this guy's like uh, sort of bands. But like, yeah, yeah, I, I don't really know much about them. Yeah, so Manfred Man was a guy and a band. Yeah. Um a guy in a band and a guy with a band. Right. Um yeah, the Man Hug Blues Brothers apparently was the start of this whole thing. Um Man being the man of man man hug. I love that. It's like a prank called a Moe's or something. <laughs> Can I get the Man Hug Blues Brothers? <laughs> Not on your life, buddy. Um I mean, I guess we should probably just get into the song that is actually relevant here. So, um, Pretty Flamingo, which also YouTube directed me to a awesome uh, Elvis Costello version. Of. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, so the horn break in um, Be the Bird of the Moth, um, according to the wiki, they're saying like that maybe the horn break is referencing Pretty Flamingo. So... Um, I'll drop in a little bit of Man for Man, Pretty Flamingo. Um, yeah, it was, it was not written by Man for Man. It was written by a guy named Mark Barkin. Um, mm. But anyway, so here's the Man for Man's version uh, with, uh, uh, you know, the horns may be referencing. Some sweet day I'll make up So thoughts on that? What do you what do you what do you think? Are they referencing it? I have to say, I'm always kind of a hard sell on like uh, a song being like, especially ones recorded that far apart from each other, being like Mm -hmm. a direct reference uh, necessarily. Because I'm like, that's a pretty normal chord progression, and like. Uh, so you're going to side with Robin Thicke and not Marvin Gaye's estate. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, that's right. <laughs> yeah. You're going to side with Zeppelin and with all the, yeah. the old uh, yeah, black yeah, yeah. bluesmen that they've uh, off. Okay, well, <laughs> egregious, I'm, a, I'm easier to convince. But, like, it seems so easy in music uh, uh, 
more than other things to have parallel thinking because there's not that many right. notes. <laughs> <laughs> there's only so many notes. You got to go to India to get more notes. Yeah. You want more notes? You got to get out of Western music. <laughs> yeah, right. What, what, what do you think? I, uh, I mean, yeah, I'm putting it in my ear again. I mean, first of all, Pretty Flamingos, I mean, it's a great song. I love this song. It sounds cool, yeah. It's really cool. And the style, the Man for Man version, like, like if you look up, you know, British Invasion in the in the dictionary, you know, you'll yeah. see Beatles, Stones, Kinks, Who, and then, like, this. But this song is, like, it's got every element of that yeah. style. It's jangly and poppy and British. Yeah. <laughs> British as hell. I mean, I think... Mm. I mean, yeah, they're similar, but I also wouldn't put it past these guys to like dig up a deep reference. And we I talked know, about this true. already. Yeah. Uh, and even the horn guys, cause I did, when I did the, um, planet of the apes song series episode, <laughs> yeah. talk about an email that took me fucking oh, wow. to prep the information for that seven songs. Yeah. Um, recorded over many years and formations. Uh, yeah, people can listen to that episode. Uh, it was a lot of work. Go listen to it, uh, or I hate you. Um, <laughs> no, I I hate all of my listeners. Why? You know, <laughs> oh, that's, it's gonna be I, hard to get patrons. Uh. <laughs> I know. I I got a couple today, and they're gonna all leave now. Um, got a couple emails. Hi, Seymour. Um, <laughs> Seymour, <laughs> one of my artist friends and a uh, uh, guest of the pod. Yeah, no, we're not I, talking I, I, about Seymour when we no, say we no, yeah. no, no. Um, we're talking about John. Which John? <laughs> we won't say. Um, <laughs> it's kind of like when will you die? It's about someone in this room, <laughs> and her name is Leela, the dog. Um, eating cat shit. So yeah. uh, this song. Uh, I mean. <laughs> The dudes. So anyway, the the plan of the apes thing I was getting at is that yeah. um oh which one of them? Because those are live you know live songs and there's one where the horns are like playing off of uh, Charles Mingus riff and it's like very clearly, very clearly like pulled from that. Like the horn dudes are like, hey, check this out, you know, and they're doing it live, so they're not doing it recorded. So you're in less. It. I mean, I think most musicians would be like. They wouldn't be like, hey, they stole our lick. They'd be like, oh, cool. Like a little nod right. of the hat, you know, like respect, you know. We stole this because you guys are awesome, you know. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, you know, what is it? Uh, plagiarism is the, or no, plagiarism. Uh, imitation is the sincerest form of flattery. Right. So I wouldn't put it past these horns, guys, like Dan Levine, Jim O'Connor, mm-hmm. to be like St. Harrison, to... I don't know, just be like, hey, this randomly, you know, something in this chord progression is making me think that this this little lick from Pretty Flamingo would, would slot right in here perfectly. Like, huh. that seems plausible. Yeah. And yet, I, I, you know, what you said, too, it's like, no, it's not like they're playing, like, the riff from Iron Man or something. Right. It's not like <laughs> something so distinctive. Right, that yeah. They're like, oh, I know what that is. You know, all, I mean, possibly. Yeah. So, so basically, so to answer your question, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it feels, it feels like I don't know music as well as you do, but like the the 
if you're the 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 melody of Pink Flamingo is like ba 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 da ba 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 and it goes like I feel like if you were riffing on that, mm-hmm. you'd play. I, I don't know. Like it goes kind of a different. Uh, I, I, yeah. yeah. Uh. There's more memorable memorable parts of Pink Flamingo that could have been used. Yeah, yeah. If you're gonna be like knowingly like a wink, here's a little bit of this old song. Right. So you know. To reference the verses is, is odd, maybe, or it yeah. does sound. I do like the verse, so I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. It, we, it yeah. seems possible. It seems possible. Yeah. But for sure, next time I talk to Dan Levine, you know, yeah. I'll send him an email. Be, yeah, I mean, and, I got Stan Harrison and Dan Levine's emails. I'm going to email them. Yeah. Okay. Tonight. Let, please let me know. And if you and, don't hear anything. Yeah, I'll insert the, it into the episode if I find out yeah. one way or the other. If you don't hear anything, the next time Flansburg is handing my mom stickers, I'll say, hey, uh, yep. the, the part in uh, B of the Bird of the Moth, is that supposed to be like Manfred Mann? And then hey. he'll be gone. No, come back. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't spray me with the pepper spray. Ah. Uh, get away from me, freak. Uh, fans, no, I will not go on your podcast. Yeah, <laughs> All right, this is Greg from July 8th chiming in. I have an update. I did email Stan and Dan, and here's what I got. So Dan Levine uh, messaged me first on the 4th of July. And uh, so I said, are you guys referencing Pretty Flamingo with the horn line? And Dan said, hi, Greg. That's an interesting observation, but also one that had never entered my mind, nor have I heard it discussed. Best Danny Three Fingers Levine. Which I'm pretty sure the three fingers uh, is in reference to the way you hold the trombone slide with your thumb around and then your pointer in middle and your ring and pinky tucked back. Not that he actually has three fingers. Uh, so then Stan got back to me a couple days later and said, I just asked Flans. The answer is yes. Best Stan. So it's settled. It was an homage. Now, back to me ago. Yeah, my laptop's telling me, hey, you better plug me in pretty soon. Oh, gosh. I'm, okay. And we haven't even gotten to Goya. We Okay, oh, you God. foreshadowed I, the two I hours teased. ago. Oh, boy. <laughs> two hours ago, you foreshadowed. <laughs> <laughs> Feel like, what? I this don't is know. a good band, guys. There's a lot to talk about. I nodded off. I nodded off in the middle of that episode. What are you talking about now? Oh, they're back to Goya. Um, <laughs> I noticed I'm, I typoed Goya here. Um, so the sleep of reason. Okay, before we get in, I'm going to go get the power cord yeah. here. going to be a long night. Let's drink up. <laughs> Bottoms up. That's just clipped my mic. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sweet liquor eases the pain. <laughs> yeah. It's a Coke. Yeah. It's- um, <laughs> yes. Talked about my hard drinking ways on the podcast before. Oh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> Non-drinking ways. Yes. <laughs> okay. The Sleep of Reason lyric. At yeah. At the end of this song, 
Everyone's deforming in the presence of the swarming of the bee, the bird, and the moth. Protozoa, snakes, and horses have enlisted forces of the bee, of the bird, of the moth. All are irresistibly directed by the suction of a hypnotizing tractor beam presenting a production of the Sleep of Reason Corporation in association with the bee of the bird of the moth. And that is my Def Jam poetry, uh, poetry slam, uh, you know, performance there. Everybody snapped. Um, (laughs) There's some killer rhymes in there. But so the sleep of reason. Yeah. um, They're they're saying in the trivia, at the very least, um, that it's a reference to um, Francisco de Goya's uh, the sleep of reason produces monsters. El sueño de la razón produce, produce monstruos, I think. Uh, my what? wife would, would beat me uh, <laughs> about the face. <laughs> no, I don't know. I think I did all right. It's a, the a pro, produce f- fooled me because it's just spelled the same. Produce must be. I don't know. Anyway, uh, Goya, yeah, like one of the most famous uh, Spanish painters, like, you know, next to Picasso, I'd say, I don't know, um, at least as far as MIP Giants fans go, because this guy gets dark. <laughs> have you ever seen any Goya painting? I, I must have. I was trying to remember. I must have learned about him in art school, but it, it is. I, I, I am drawing a complete blank. I, I don't know anything. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's okay. Um just like um here let me see i'm trying to bring up something i could direct you to um his one of his most famous ones is um saturn devouring his son oh right that does sound familiar Uh uh-huh give that a quick google there and be horrified yeah um yeah (laughs) Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. So yeah. one of his famous series is, I mean, the black paintings. They're mm. all very dark tones, dark themes, just some right. fucked up stuff from yeah. a guy who's like, you know, what is going on with you, dude? I'm worried about you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like you see like Salvador Dali and you're like, man. That guy's got a screw loose or something. This is pretty wacky. But then you're like, this guy has uh, the, the, several screws loose. And <laughs> we should probably have him committed for his own safety. You know, like, <laughs> you look at this stuff. You're like, damn. Yeah. Damn. It's you know, you look dark. at, you know, um, I don't know. I'm trying to compare it. I think someone to compare it to. I mean, James Ensor had some dark shit. Sure, yeah. Um, if, if fans haven't looked up his stuff. Right. I mean, you should. Um, but Goya, yeah, so this 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 etching, the sleep of reason produces monsters. So I guess bring that up in front of you if you don't yeah. already have it. Um, a dark vision. In this ominous image, I'll just read from smarthistory.org. It's, <laughs> it's, it's called Smart History, so it's probably smarter. Yeah, yeah, that's good. And I am. In this ominous image, we see the dark vision of humanity that characterizes Goy's work for the rest of his life. A man sleeps, apparently peacefully, even as bats and owls threaten from all sides and a lynx <laughs> lays quiet, but wide-eyed and alert. 
Another creature sits at the center of the composition, staring not at the sleeping figure, but at us. Uh, Goya forces the viewer to become an active participant in the image. The monsters of his dreams even threaten us. Sounds like something Linnell would like, right? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Bats, owls, a lynx, uh... So so this image is supposed to explain that um j- just enlightenment alone is not uh enough to live a philosophically happy life. <laughs> and you're supposed to look at the image and think that Hey bro, I'm just here to have fun. <laughs> <laughs> Stop bringing me down. <laughs> I, I, I'm just, it, it's, uh, yeah, I wonder what context people had when, when this was first made. And then the other thing I'm wondering is like, I'm sure John Linnell is like completely aware of, of this piece. And like that yes. phrase is like existing in his head, but I kind of bet that it just, again, the syllables sounded good. Yeah. And yeah. Right. You think like in the second to last line of right. the song, he's going <laughs> to be like, you better think about this, guys. <laughs> Are you really enlightened? Right. Are you? <laughs> and is that enough? <laughs> anyway, with the bee yeah. of the yeah, bird right. of the moth. <laughs> right. Are you really happy with your life? Because you shouldn't be. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's stupid but me. <laughs> <laughs> but it does it, it does though like it does reveal just like like you said how much like information is floating in this guy's head that like can just come yeah. out in a in an instant, you know. Both of the Johns they're yeah. just like they've got ideas in their heads like f- just for the rest of their lives yeah. they'll be cranking out stuff and they're just inspired by things. I mean, I think that, you know, I mean, you're an artist. Mm-hmm music art dance i mean any creative pursuit you know poetry writing you know it's like you've consumed a lot of stuff that informs your own craft whatever it may be right like we already talked about like you gotta know the history of animation if you're gonna be an animator you can't just be like this was invented yesterday and i'm jumping (laughs) in now right? right like this new thing called animation right um and the Johns are just like constantly reading, listening, watch, watch, just like soaking in everything, and yeah. it just goes into their songs. I don't think they can help it. They're not like yeah, googling like oh, what 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 nerd thing haven't I talked right, about lately? Right. You know, I mean, <laughs> I mean, go ahead. yeah, talk about emo, Jesus Christ, yeah, yeah, <laughs> this guy. I mean, I don't know. It's maybe more you know old school emo core. This is like right to spring. We're getting, like, getting dark here. We are, we are <laughs> moshing at this concert. We're gonna, <laughs> yeah, we're gonna go beat up some jocks after this. Uh, <laughs> the sleep of reason produces monsters, loser. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you think football is your life? You, you fucking dumbass. You got nothing. You, you're nothing. And that's when I. Uh, felt the blows come raining down yeah, upon yeah, yeah. me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I yeah, like you said, I think I think you're right. This like the phrase whatever Linnell was thinking about at the time, mostly 
hummingbird moths, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, but also, Manfred Mann and Goya. I mean, right, like the, right. the, the the things all combining into like the makeup of this song is just so far reaching. It's kind of mind blowing. Yeah, like, for one band for a song that is. How long is this song? Not very long. Uh, it's three and a half minutes. Okay, yeah, that's an it's a epic. Longer, they might be giant song. <laughs> that's like the Iliad. Yeah, the yeah. Of they might be giants. Canon, you know, next to spiraling shape. Um, but like, so much stuff is crammed into this. Yeah, and I don't think it's worth jumping into much more than we already have. You know, we we've spent a few minutes on Goya. People should. Uh, I mean, it's he's yeah definitely a painter worth knowing. I mean. You know, like the iceberg, whatever, of painters, you know, like Picasso's way up top, mm-hmm. you know, above the water, and Goya's maybe a notch below. Like, it's not like a household name, I don't right. think. Unless you're talking about the beans. Yeah, yeah. The canned beans. That's Goya. in a lot of households. That's you in have a lot to admit. Of households. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Mo- mo- there are <laughs> many more households have Goya beans in them than then Prince Goya of Goya's paintings. Saturn devouring his son. <laughs> yeah. Just in your, above your bed. <laughs> I, doctor, I've been having a lot of bad dreams lately. I don't know why. <laughs> I can't imagine. I've been, I've been listening to a lot of They Might Be Giants and looking at this. <laughs> looking Goya at painting. one single painting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's listen to more live stuff. We like yeah. an hour and a half ago. We listened to them do it on a TED talk. Yes. Uh, so uh, there's a, a, a another pre else performance. So the TED talk was shortly before the else came out, but um, in 2006. Oh wait, was the TED talk 2006 as well? Uh, let me see. Mm. 2008 was. Oh wait, maybe it was just uploaded in 2008. Anyway, I don't know. I'm confused. But in July 1st of 2006, so I attached that as an MP3. Did you get a chance to check that out? Yes. Or wait. Yeah. Yes, I did. Yeah. Okay. I try to be clear about it, but I've had more than one person be like, you didn't send me that. I'm like, it's attached to the email. And I literally said, attached. (laughs) I saw the attachments. You know, it's hard. You know, emails are hard. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, So the... uh, this is, uh, so I, I, yeah, sometimes, I, you know, I like to try to find debuts of songs, um, but this one was performed quite a bit before the else came out. Yeah. Uh, like a ton in 2006. Um, and, okay, so, oh, so the TED thing was uh, March 10th of 2007. And so here we're talking uh, July 1st of 2006 at the Wolf Den uh, Wolf Den at Mohegan Sun in, how do you even say that? Unkiss, Unkissville? Mm. Un- Unkissville, Connecticut. <laughs> Connecticut. Um, yeah, so they've played there quite a bit. So let's go ahead and listen to uh, this uh, pre-Else version of The Bird of the Bee of the Moth. Everyone is crying at the dread hypnotic fly. Thought this soon rain 
Yeah, thoughts on, on this live version. So this predates the Ted one. Well, it, it's pretty true to what it would become. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Are there horns in this? I'm trying. The, the burr, burr, yeah, there is. Yeah. Sounds like a, a sax or Maybe? something. There's some horns in there, but the yeah. burr, burr, is definitely not a stylophone. Yeah, um, yeah. Could have been a keyboard, but it sounded like a horn of some kind. Sax, maybe. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it sounds cool. And, I mean, they'd already been performing it for a few months before that. Yeah, it looks like they debuted it um, April 26th of 2006. And I believe I looked for all of these. I looked for performances of all of those. I guess the earliest one I could find was this July one but they only debuted a three months earlier so still still fresh um a fresh song right yeah i i mean they you know it was pretty much together like it was ready to yeah. be recorded yeah know? which does yeah. lend uh credence to your uh 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 speculation that it was kind of put together quickly and and fully formed <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think this is like some sort of divine inspiration yeah, kind of yeah. thing where Linnell had some things on his brain and they just all kind of gelled. Yeah. Um, as they so often do uh, for him. Totally. Um, okay, and then I wanted a later performance. So yeah. years later, 2015, um, May 31st, 2015, uh, they performed it at uh, the, 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 the Music Hall of Williamsburg, yeah. their um, recent favorite venue. Yeah. They played a bajillion times. Have you ever seen them there? Uh, yes, I was at this performance. So l- oh. listen carefully well, for me in the far back of the audience. Uh, uh, Shrieking with glee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Going, ah, ah, ah. Phone part rules, <laughs> which they, I, I'm, yeah. Well, you, you'll hear, but I'm trying to remember what they played it on. <laughs> oh, Sounds like guitar, but man. yeah, guitar. Okay, all right. Well, let's let's uh, we'll drop that in here. Yeah. Veins. Man has with with 
slightly better bootleg because we're talking 2015. Yeah. Things you could sneak into a venue. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it sounds great. I mean, they encourage it now. I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure who recorded this one, but chances are I know them. <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, I had been hot, like I've, I I've been like bummed for the past several years because like they're not playing in New York because they have all these like shows they have to make up for from pre COVID. How selfish of them! I, yeah, I know, I know. Like, <laughs> shut up, man. I, shut I, up. I, I saw them so many times here. You know, like it was so and easy so for so long. Yeah, <laughs> and then finally, subway. Yeah. 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 Yeah, man. <laughs> it's like there's a reason people live in big cities. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, you know, I've, I've recently bothered to look up how big Lafayette is. I mean, it's <laughs> it's around 380,000. I mean, it's not a small town. I mean, mainly I was looking this up because, like, our only skate park in town got torn down. Oh, uh, and I'm like, how does a town this, how does a city this big? Right. Not have it just like as a city project, like something right. the city has paid for as yeah. like, you know, entertainment exercise type. I don't know. Whatever. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> we don't need another tangent. I think it's time for covers, right? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> Which, let's. A shocking um, number of them. Like, a shocking number <laughs> as of you covers. said, like the, 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 yeah, the roads and that it, this song takes you down. It's uh, yeah. surprising. I'm also noticing just like the the fatigue I had writing this email and the the typos <laughs> I have and folky becoming foiky. Uh so well, I Charles did find Butler, it to be very foiky. Foiky, not <laughs> at all. I, I I don't know what I was thinking. Uh so Charles Butler uh has a Bandcamp page. This this is something I think uh so I've definitely played stuff of this album before. It is a I think entirely instrumental uh they might be giants um reimagined is is like a folky bluegrass kind of uh yeah feel like if you're looking for tmbg stuff to listen to in the background like yeah not be tempted to sing along so you're working on something or you're writing or whatever um letterbox be the bird of the moth someone keeps moving my chair okay it was definitely on that episode <laughs> hey mr dj thanks so we had a deal hovering sombrero older no one knows my plan Particle Man and Anna Ng. Chances are I was on the Anna Ng episode, but that was four years ago, and I can't remember four days ago. Um, so very cool uh, instrumentation here. You're going to hear some uh, you know, banjo and, and cool stuff like that on yeah. Be the Bird of the Moth. Here it is.
thoughts on this Charles Butler's version? I'd say this is a really good uh, thing to have on also if you're um, doing some like folksy voiceover talking about the hijinks that some guys are getting into. Just like, <laughs> boink, boink, boink. Well, yeah. them boys are getting into trouble again. Oh, uh, those Duke boys. Yeah. <laughs> They've jumped one too many cricks in their car. <laughs> the suspension is blown out. <laughs> Police have finally caught them. <laughs> Uh, Those incompetent southern police just can't seem to get these boys. Yeah, it's a fun idea executed well, and I was surprised that by its existence. Like the banjo, like banjo has appeared very sparingly in They Might Be Giant stuff. Yeah, right. Um, But like, it works perfectly. Like, uh, as an instrument, like the stylophone is not an instrument you typically hear in a rock song. Um, and yeah, there's banjo if you're talking about a rock song. I mean, in this element, in its folk element, it fits in perfectly, but it also is like it it fills that stylophone niche like yeah, the, you're right, perfectly that right because that like that staccato pluck boink boink exactly boink, like. <laughs> exactly it's it's perfect yeah yeah nice job Charles Butler people should go check that out yeah this came out um yeah 2015. So it definitely could have been on the inning episode. Yeah. I, I found it first. Uh, okay, so then uh, Keith Esfall, uh-huh. um, I think it's this guy's name, just based on his, his YouTube channel. I know his name is Keith from his About section. Okay. And S- K. Esfall 2 is the official YouTube thing, but you can find it. This guy has been on the show before okay. uh, from his series, uh, I mean, not as a guest, but I should try to get him on as a guest. <clears throat> he ha- his, his YouTube channel is full of um, covers, covers of him just solo with guitar, um, usually, like, in his kitchen, and very kind of casually, like, he has this series that says, like, an afternoon with my guitar and they might be giants, I think is something it says. And so I've played him a lot just as a solo dude, um, and I hope he's still making music. I mean, the newest stuff is, like, nine... Oh, no, no, no. He posted stuff a month ago. Okay. Oh, cool. So, uh, yeah, and actually the one we're playing... Oh, yeah, I was looking at the wrong date. Just four months ago, he had a gig, it looks like, with a couple of friends, a drummer and a keyboardist, in like what looks like, uh, <laughs> I don't know, a winery, uh, some sort of liquor. I mean, there's... Yeah. Like, are you seeing the background here? I mean, there's like uh, lots of uh, wooden barrels. Yes, yeah. And you and a, and some kind of big uh, metal distillery type machine. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. People be getting their drink on. Yeah. This yeah. Show. <laughs> um, yeah. Should bust out. Uh, you don't love me anymore. Uh, so <laughs> yeah. The, <laughs> this was clearly a long set, and they split this all up. If you're looking in their videos, they yeah, played like, yeah. Beatles, U two. Lots of Beatles. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it wasn't the only They Might Be Giants song. They played She's an Angel. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, but that episode ended a long time ago, so this one definitely was not on that episode because this is a recent. Uh, lots of, yeah, lots of Beatles. Billy Joel, yeah. John Denver. I mean, a lot of, you know, standards. Like, when you play, you know, Don McLean, The Beatles, U2, uh, John Denver, like, people are going to know those songs in the crowd. 
But then you're sprinkling in She's an Angel and Be of the, the Bird, bird of, of the, the Moth. moth. <laughs> the, the crowd favorite. Every drinking man's you know, favorite song. It's sing-along. It's like classic. Yeah, it's Danny Boy <laughs> and then it's Be of the Bird of the Moth. Yeah, you know, at every wedding, you know, they put on yeah. American Pie and then they chase it with Be of the Bird of the Moth. So... But, I, I mean, dude, I mean, respect to this guy. He's like, I can't not put They Might Be Giants into this set. So, um, good on you. Let's listen to it. in this set that's of the same ilk as they might be giants like it's all like big yeah names yeah and like often their most famous songs like <laughs> yeah and like i guess she's an angel makes sense but it still wasn't a radio hit you know yeah it's not i, I something saw birdhouse where... in here that's the only one that like maybe yeah. people yeah have heard like but I, yeah i <laughs> this looks so cool like i would be so excited to see like th- three guys like in a brewery suddenly bust out they might be giants i also i'm like yeah. watching the piano or the keyboard player he's like very natural like he's got a uh i don't know uh he has a very easy uh <laughs> uh playing style that is like oh hypnotic yeah that's to what watch. he's doing mm-hmm <laughs> Yeah, he knows what he's doing. Yeah, it's... Man, I'm just scrolling through his YouTube channel. This guy has so many yeah. videos. Um, but it's weird. There's, like, gaps in between. There's, like, huge chunks of covers where it's just, like, one day he kicked out, uh, let's see, 8, 9, 10, 11 <laughs> covers in one day. He's wearing the same thing, sitting in the same spot. And then another day, oh, he kicked out 11 here. 
Um, and then there's like years between where there's nothing. Like it goes yeah. from like eight years ago to five years ago to three years ago to four months ago. What happened in between, dude? <laughs> what are you doing? Where's where's the originals? I want to hear your originals. This guy has to be writing songs. Yeah, but they, I mean, I yeah. I mean, I guess there's some people that just want to do covers. That's cool too. Um, yeah, and then his most recent thing, Nathaniel sings "Blown Away." Who's Nathaniel? Oh yeah, that's not him. His kid. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta find this guy. Yeah. I don't know these things <laughs> yeah yeah because the ones where yeah an afternoon with my guitar and they might be giants let's see those were all like a decade ago where is that one 12 years ago okay so 12 years ago if you scroll all the way down to the bottom it's like he started this channel just to do they might be giants covers right so very first video is the captain really Let yeah me see. so yeah. he did yeah this guy's been on a ton of yeah, even, I mean, Deep Cuts, House at the Top of the Tree. Whoa. I played that. I played on that episode. Bed, bed, bed. Someone keeps moving my chair. I mean, yeah, she's an angel here, too. Yeah. Really a thing. Letterbox, Mesopotamians, Dr. Worm, uh, Self-Called Nowhere, Dinner Bell, Birdhouse Course, Women and Men, I Never Go to Work. I mean, <laughs> this guy's a completist here. Yeah. Right? Yeah, Four he of knows two, stuff. got kids' songs. Brain Problem Situation. What? That's, uh... Yeah. Kind of a B-side, kind of. The deep cuts. Yeah, literally a B-side is on the second CD that came right, with the else. Right, And in Climbing the Walls, Climbing uh, the Walls, definitely my favorite song off of the else. Uh, yeah. Stock of Wheat. Got, yeah, see. Yeah. Man. I gotta, I gotta talk to yeah, this guy. Yeah, we gotta find this guy. Yeah. So then, so yeah, I'm, I've been playing all of these covers he's done that he did 12 years ago. Yeah. And so you can see, 12 years ago, he did Be the Bird of the Moth. Yeah. And I almost put that one on the list. But then I noticed he busted it out four months ago yeah. at this live gig. So it's more rare for me to find a, like a band playing live a They Might Be Giants cover. Because there's more commitment to that than just like sitting in front of your camera and playing it for you or for the camera, right? Yeah, right. He got totally. up in front of guys. He got up in front of people <laughs> yeah. and played Be the Bird of the Moth uh, amidst <laughs> Beatles songs. Right. <laughs> oh, Four of Two is in here too. Wow. At this show. Wow. Wow. So what do you think about the performance? I mean, yeah, keyboard player's great. Yeah, I think it's, the, I think they sound awesome. Like, And then the bassist and Mac. Oh, wait, there's no drummers there. It's just, yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, I mean... This dude, I gotta, I gotta track him. Yeah. Down. Does he have any sort of email in the about section? <laughs> I gotta find this guy. Okay. <laughs> well, we gotta move on. Yeah. So now we're on to a regular, a guy that I do know, Daryl Till. Okay. Again, classics. Okay. So Daryl Till, how many times are we gonna bring up? Someone keeps moving my chair. He was on that episode. Oh, okay. Uh, he was the guest on that episode, and that at that point was the longest episode. Oh God. We're the longest. This is the longest episode. <laughs> I mean, once I drop these sound clips in and everything, good God. I'm going to make this a two part. This is insane. Oh, um, boy. But I'm enjoying every minute of it. So Me too. <laughs> 15 years ago, when Daryl first got onto YouTube under the name Astral B, he kicked out a ton of these piano covers. Just him singing live, playing piano. 
the um, he was a very mysterious guy to me at first because his first videos the the videos it was of his hands it's just right his hands. right right um, and yeah then when I finally had him on the show I'm like man he was like I was like I kind of like I'm talking about with this Keith guy I'm like. I've played this, a billion of his covers right. on the show. I probably should get him on here. Um, yeah, like, again, if you scroll down to the bottom of Daryl's YouTube, it's, like, just a bunch of thumbnails of his hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, Thunderbird, I Pound Jeremiah, I've Got a Match, Pencil Rain, Mamela, I Should Be a Light of Thing, Finished with Lies. I mean, everything. Yeah. Everything. Just knocking it out on piano. Right. Um, Another first kiss, bangs, bells are ringing. I mean, everything good. Hits, uh, Monopuff, The Night Security, Backstabbing Liar. I mean, yeah. So the dude's super fan, super talented. Um, I've collaborated with him. He's been on some of my compilations and stuff. Um, so this is classic Daryl Till piano cover. Um, I'll drop it in here. What'd you think? It's good. He's a good pianist. I like his voice. Yeah, uh, yeah I don't know. It's fun. British. <laughs> okay. He's British. He's British. He lives where Mary Poppins once lived. <laughs> before no, she I'm flew not kidding. away. Like, when I first write, <laughs> before she got sucked into the plane engine intake. <laughs> they, the, yeah, they cut away before that part. That was Sherry Bobbins. Um, the... When I when I was talking to him once, yeah, I can't remember because I've talked to him on the phone a bunch of times now. He showed me like his studio, and it's in like I don't know if you call it an attic, but like it's his top floor, and you can see I could see out the windows. I'm like, wait, wait, wait. I'm like, show me your view, and it's like the <laughs> rooftop scene of like the chimney sweep yeah, dancing. Yeah. And, like it looked like I'm looking out at his view, and I'm like, oh my god, you live in Mary Poppins! He's just, like, <laughs> laughing. He's like, goddamn Americans. Yankees. Um, yeah, Daryl, you know, great, as always. I'll let him know that he was on yet another episode. Yeah. He is one of the most played cover artists on the show. That's cool. Has made many appearances, yeah. Okay, so time for... I don't know, should we be skipping any of these? Jeez. Uh... I really I mean, like Frankie Spooky Simon Girls. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Spooky Girls have been on every else okay. episode. You're right. Um, do we think Frankie Simon's piano version is different enough? 
I mean, it's an instrumental. Yeah, that's. I would say that's the big difference. But uh, and it is good. I, I did think all of these were good, <laughs> but yeah. uh, okay, I'll drop in a little bit of this one. Frankie yeah. Simon, I like something about piano. Just played. He's, he's playing it very precisely and very well. Yeah. Um, instrumentally, it's almost like if you put this on a piano roll in an old saloon. Yeah. And had, you know, a bar fight with this in the background would be fantastic. Except he's playing it on a beautiful grand piano. Yeah. I mean, look at this thing. You can even just look at the music stand on it. I know. It, yeah, it's so ornate and like... It's a, yeah, it's a gorgeous piano. He's got the lid all the way up. He's got music there. I'm wondering if he maybe notated it out a little bit. And then yeah. Memorized. Hmm. Although he's yeah. not looking at it, <laughs> it appears. Yeah, I know. He's got it. Yeah. Down. Well, Frankie Simon, on to spookygirls.bandcamp.com. They did a full album of the Else. They did the Else right through. I mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's even like two versions of Take Out the Trash and Faint Amnesia. There's like these little interludes. It's it's both well thought out and kind of off the cuff at the same time. It's a very unique album that's very fun and spontaneous um, but clearly, like, shows the love for They Might Be Giants and this album. Um, yeah. And, yeah, I, 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 every else episode I've had, they've been played on. Right. I mean, I, I haven't been like, now nah, skip it this time. <laughs> They're all interesting and good and just energetic. So let's listen to their version of The Bee of the Bird of the Moth. <laughs> Equal to the challenge of the freak, we'll call the beat of the bird of the moth. 
Because it's just a hummingbird moth Who's acting like a bird that thinks it's a bee Got a brand new shipment of electrical equipment It's addressed to the bottom of the sea Send a tangerine-colored nuclear submarine With a sticker that says STP Subatomic waves to the underwater caves of the beak of the bird of the moth. I have since tracked down the duo that is Spooky Girls, Adam and Ian. And they've been telling me a bunch about their covers, and I'm loving it because they have very creative methods here, um, especially with the more limited resources that they say that they had at the time. I'm going to drop in a little clip because uh, Adam left a voice memo, so I'm going to play that. This one was really fun. I think this one was actually uh, the first of the songs that we started working on back in December of 2011. And we were like, let's try this. And I think I recorded one try of that, the booty doo doo booty doo doo, the fast uh, keys part in December. And then we were like, oh, right, college. And we went back to school for the spring. And then we actually did the rest of that song and the rest of the album in the summer. I sang the verses, I think Ian sang the chorus. And uh, all of the percussion was Ian going in to the DAW after that and adding in percussion as well as like the squiggly bits and I think the pre-chorus. The Casio uh, was just like I played that trying to emulate what an arpeggiator could do because we didn't have an arpeggiator. And I do a lot of synth stuff now and I would just play that with an arpeggiator. But I think it came out really well. We played it like once or twice and then looped it for a lot of the song. And I forgot about the beatboxing part. (laughs) And it's really funny to re-listen to that. Uh, Overall, this one was a lot of fun. I feel really... uh, proud that we pulled this one together in sort of a a cohesive production because we uh didn't know how to do that so um it was a lot of fun to put together uh love the show thanks for uh putting this together and thanks for reaching out bye i love all of that so the beatboxing yeah uh so then ian added i do remember one cool thing for us about this cover and i'm wondering if this kicked off the idea for the cover and that whole cover album from that Adam had recently bought a stylophone, the same instrument that makes the bee buzzing sound in the original, so we were really excited to try that out in the cover because it's such an iconic and key part of the original. Also funny that you mentioned an arpeggiator because I think you did make use of some sort of arpeggiator function in GarageBand for the Withered Hope cover. Thanks so much for giving me that info, you too, and uh, I love the album. It's been played on every else episode, like I mentioned. Okay, so back to the cover section with Josh. It's a great one. This is a great one amongst great ones. Yeah. On I feel like with like recorded uh, covers as opposed to live, like like if I see a cover live, like I don't mind if it's like totally like true to the uh, the original version. Uh-huh. But like mm-hmm. with a recorded cover, I'm like, oh, I want it to be like like true to the original but have like a new 
like take on it and i'm like this this yeah i mean this obviously like yeah i don't know it i i immediately recognize it as this song but it's got like such a cool like different uh yeah 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 and and this this cover of it like most of this album does not sound like electronic-y like this right yeah songs with like there's banjo someplace on this like i don't know yeah if you if you get tiny you want something on the you know in the background or something like this I'd, I'd listen to this whole thing. Like I'd recommend. This yeah. Whole thing I was listening. You. I was like sampling some of the other ones. It sounded yeah. pretty awesome. Yeah. It's, I mean, like I said, it's like, it's not labored over. Like it's yeah. not super polished, but I, I like that about it. Like, and it goes yeah. like with the cover art, like they even, yeah. you know, parody <laughs> the cover art paper bags yeah. over their heads <laughs> with the like bird face. And like you know, sports jackets with like cut off jean shorts, like yeah. the trash can lid with the instead of like the suitcase. Right, right. You know, I mean, everything. About I was it, trying like, to remember what that was supposed to be. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, <laughs> like aesthetically, everything about this, like I love. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's. Uh, I don't know. Something about it just like really like just just scratches an itch for me. Like that kind of like punk rock kind of ethos where it's like they're not doing like punk covers of it but it's kind of like that kind of just like enthusiasm and like recklessness yeah something about it it's just like it's really good yeah it's really good yeah agreed um yeah cool moving on then so eric roberts puerco music his channel used to be called Shameless Covers by Puerco which i i think he should have kept that name okay shameless yeah, covers that's fun uh so, yeah, Eric Roberts is his name, and he is now part of the Covers crew. I just inducted him into the Covers crew, and he is going to appear on an episode as well. Cool. He's a guy who, over the past, like, 18 months, has just, like, all of a sudden, I'm like, whatever episode I'm doing, searching for some covers, there he is again. Yeah. Like, everything. <laughs> and 602 subscribers... 1.4 thousand videos and Whoa. yeah and i'm pretty sure these thousand videos didn't start till like 2021 like of videos like again kind of like with the keith uh Esfall guy yeah um you scroll down you see oh his wife is in that one um you see, like, okay, he's wearing that shirt, and that's the camera <laughs> angle, and here's a bunch of covers. Okay, now he's wearing this shirt. Yeah. <laughs> and, and there's a Ninja Turtles uh, thing hanging in the window. I mean, he just, he's cranking them out. And it's not just they might be giant stuff. I mean, there's Frank Black, mm-hmm. uh, Lonely Island. Oh, holy cow. Okay, Lonely Island cover. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, you know, XTC, like just a lot of really cool. Miley stuff. Cyrus. <laughs> yeah, Del Shannon, Waylon Jennings. I mean, like, again, shameless covers by Parker. Like, yeah. he's covering whatever he wants. Yeah, yeah, yeah I he's love that. He's doing it for himself. Yeah, because we've been chatting to him. I've been starting to get to know him. This is the first episode uh i'm doing since, yeah, just like two days ago. I started mm-hmm. chatting him up. I'm like, dude, like, I found his Facebook page. I'm like, this is you do you want to be on? He's like, hell yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah. And he just started listening to the show. Like, cause he uh, says like, like he said, like admittedly, he's like, I kind of just been doing my own thing. Like I, <laughs> I'm not really in the fan communities. Like he's not yeah, putting yeah. out these videos for anyone other than himself. Yeah. Um, yeah. The oldest cover 
is two years ago. Wow. Mm. Yep. Oh, that that's awesome. Like, yeah. it's a lot of guitar playing. Yeah, it is. And yeah. it's not a, at least B, his B of the Bird of the Month is not like a, a straight cover. Like he he has a take. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. His take is very um, or his 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 go to is like ramping up the energy. Yeah. Like <laughs> mountain goat style strumming, just like uh-huh. digging into the guitar like crazy and just not necessarily just like like yelling all the time but there's usually like a build to like a big like vocal you know release in in the song depending on what the song calls for but um and i i love it i mean yeah i don't know if i've ever come across one of his covers and been like nah uh because they're yeah there's always just something about them like little guitar stuff in it like he's not just like okay i'm just i looked at the chord chart and i'm playing it yeah right there's more to it uh yeah all the time i gotta check out one of these ones that because i'm just scrolling through the thumbnails <laughs> i'm like okay that's his wife like i recognize from facebook okay, <laughs> yeah there's someone there's someone yeah because all the ones i've put on have been just him um but yeah it's i mean it's another great take yeah and on top of uh, all of that, to have him on and talk yeah. to him for real. Yeah, what's it? And on top of all of that, you know, Eric Roberts, he's a great actor. You know, Dark Knight suits. Uh, oh, yeah. totally. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure those are the only two guys with that name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever Have you ever been aware of any other Joshua Pilch? Uh, every, I, I'm gonna guess that i'm aware of every other one because they always so there reach out ones. to me uh oh okay yeah i know so few pilches t- like uh, <laughs> i must be related to nearly all of them uh mm. it's a really okay. uncommon yeah. name but <laughs> yeah i know yeah i'm married to yeah cara um Cara Canale, she yeah. kept her name she is the only person with that name uh, in this country wow at least. um yeah, and Canale, something about the spelling of it is very unique. Like, you'll see Kennelly's and with K-E instead of K-I. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's it's very easy for them to find there. <laughs> yeah. And there are a lot of, of Canales, and she's related to all of them. Um, yeah. Yeah, if, if anyone wants to go buy, you know, my wife's book on Amazon, she's pretty easy to Google. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The... Um, Okay, now we're on to another friend of the show, Adam um, Adam Rivera spearheaded these um, Kickstarter compilations, these compilations that were CD only. I am authorized to put them onto a podcast. Now, it, they were supposed to be like kind of like exclusive, cool uh, kind of comps called They Pay Tribute. And uh, a group called The Paper Shakers... Uh, did Bird of the Bee of the Moth for They Pay Tribute. I believe it was the first one. He's in two of them. Um, so let's listen to the Paper Shakers. Everyone is crying at the dread hypnotic flying of the bee of the bird of the moth. You can't walk, you can't ramble cause you're gonna have to scramble to the bee of the bird of the moth. Kappa is a kappa, he's got bugness in his veins Manhouse lives within himself with thoughtful human brains 
neither one is equal to the challenge of the freak we'll call the bee of the bird of the moth. Now the moth defeats the mouse and man, it's messing with the plan, it can't be believed, cause it's just a hummingbird moth, is acting like a bird that thinks it's a it's got kind of a, a Revolution One vibe. You, you, you know what I'm talking about? Like, you want a revolution? Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. The very dun, dun, slow dun, dun, dun. methodical yeah. shuffle. And I like yeah. the like the the you know multiple vo- vocals. It's kind of fun. Yeah. yeah. And it's got kind of folky feel, but yeah. much different than the Charles Butler folky feel. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I dig it. Yeah, I I did narrow down covers. There were there were a handful more than this, but these ones all felt like different enough to me. Yeah, um, to include. And the last one, Nuclear Bubble Wrap. Yeah, uh, is a uh, uh, a group that um, again people that are kind of in the periphery of the show, co- uh, cool people, always do cool takes. And like you were talking about, you know, recordings putting a twist. Yeah, on. The original. With that in mind, let's listen to their yeah. version. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone is crying at the dread hypnotic flying of the bee of the bird of the moth. You can't walk, you can't ramble, cause you're gonna have to scramble from the bee of the bird of the moth. Catbug is a cat, but He's got bugness in his veins Manhouse lives within himself with lawful human brains Neither one is equal to the challenge of the freak We'll call the bee of the bird of the moth Now the moth defeats the mouse and man It's messing with the plan It can't be believed Cause it's just a hummingbird moth who's acting like a bird that thinks it's a bee. Got a brand new shipment of electrical equipment. It's addressed to the bottom of the sea. Send a tangerine colored nuclear submarine with a sticker that says STP. What do you think of this one? Uh, it's awesome. Uh, it's like, loud. yeah, it's loud. It's fuzzy. It's like, uh, yeah. There's no, <laughs> there's no moment where there isn't sound, and I love it. <laughs> yeah, it's very maximalist. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I dig that. It's great. Yep, I gotta get them on the show too. There's just like, it's been cool getting to know all these people like in the fandom. You keep like stumbling across if you're if you're online in the They Might Be Giants community. Yeah. You see people's names and you see little you know you see band names. You're like, oh, that person's in this group, or they collaborate with this person and all that. And it's 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 cool. Yeah, yeah. totally. Let's yeah let's let's score the song. It's eleven thirty. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh man! Of all the songs, did you think this would be the one to no. take you <laughs> from eight to eleven thirty? <laughs> I didn't, and really, I mean, it's hard to predict sometimes. But like, I mean, I knew going in, like, okay, we're gonna talk about Weird Al. Like, that's gonna yes, take. Yes. Me. Like, I predicted that. Like, right. that was that was predicted. Um, <laughs> but I also didn't predict that this email, like, just yeah. Writing this email would take me so long. So that's usually <laughs> a kind of, you know, an indicator or two. Yeah, yeah. How long the episode's going to be, but three hours, man. <laughs> usually the long ones are like people that I've had on before. Yeah. And like we just get chatty or whatever. And they were like, oh, <laughs> right. We should probably, you know, yeah, get to I, the live section or whatever. I should have yeah. warned you. I'm the extremely engaging and cool. Uh, no, <laughs> <I don't> know. <laughs> Coolest guy I've ever met. That, you know, uh, yeah. I mean, you're down with Weird Al. That's, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yes, as we said three hours ago, I cool. drew a yeah. famous person <laughs> once. <laughs> once. <laughs> well, there was one. One. I drew a famous. I once drew once. a famous person. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It actually, it wouldn't be the first time that someone's uh, uh, bio changed because of an episode. I mean, <laughs> there was one, one, one gal I had on. Uh, she said it was something about like, "All you people look like ants." But then there, I'm like, "You got to change it to uh, all you people look like elves." I'm like, "You got to." Elves. And then they did. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. So most people look like elves, right? Okay. Most people That's look great. like elves. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's like most, most people look like ants look from like up elves. here. Yeah, most guys look like <laughs> elves. Yeah, and I'm like, you got to change from ants to elves. Yeah, yeah. that's good. Uh, so scoring this song, yes. then, uh, holy cow, we are to the scoring section. Yes. Um, several weeks have passed, yes. and we are to the scoring <laughs> section. What are you going to score? Okay. Bird of the bee, the moth. Holy cow. Okay, it feels like, truthfully, I'm never sort of seeking it out. But I'm never skipping it either, and I'm always happy to hear it. So that that feels like um, uh, like like six point five seven. Is that based on my description? Is that kind of how people rank these things? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> people rank them however they want. I mean, some people. I mean, I had you know Gene, who was on the Marty Beller Mask episode. Uh, took her husband's opinions into account. Oh, yeah, yeah, I heard that. That was funny. <laughs> yeah. Rye is one of her husband's two uh, most loved They Might Be Which Giants is, songs. Yeah, shocking. Like, the song that has yeah. a band member's name in it. <laughs> like, <laughs> And then I Love You for Psychological Reasons. Yeah, that song's great. Uh, I, I kind of get that one. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, they're you both, don't like Marty Miller? No, no, I do like it. I just think it's, like, so esoteric that I'm surprised, yeah. like, someone... Who they doesn't like so. more songs would go right to that yeah. one, <laughs> right? Um, yeah. yeah, so let, let, let's yeah. let's call this a seven. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, just the fact that we've talked. About I know it, that's true. Length, like, it makes like it makes me think like the score should be fairly high. And I mean, I love the else yeah. so much. And I've already said that I the, this album is all killer, no filler for me. Yeah. Um, I know, you know, some people downplay this album, and yes, it's got no accordion, but mm. uh, which is odd for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, it's short. But <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, 13 tracks yeah. is, 
very short for i yeah. mean it's not the escape team but it's right. <laughs> uh you know it's almost 40 minutes still it's still yeah you know a normal band's album right exactly <laughs> minutes. um uh, it's a great one and every time i hear it i find something new that i like about it and i remember this one specifically and again my Dad's going to be the first ones to listen to this episode. He always says, I remember having this song on, I think it was just on a, a mix I made of They Might Be Giants. My mom's been really getting into them to just like, th- you know, through the podcast. Now she's just listening to them all the time. But this song in particular, I remember my dad laughing at the stylophone mm-hmm. sound, like kind of took him by surprise, I think. And he, and he, he didn't know what it was yeah. at first, but he was just like, what? <laughs> like, what is that sound? <laughs> Like when that first came in, uh, uh, yeah, uh, he just laughed. Wait, what songs and, before and, it? I'm, I'm trying. Uh, oh, uh, uh, Shadow Government. Yeah, yeah, right. That is a because fl- that's such a like you know propulsive song, and then <laughs> yeah. and, and then into burp, burp, burp. that is yeah. funny. I like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's such like a kind of like relaxed tempo. Yeah. Um, but like the instrumentation, the inf- the instrumentation is great they've got yeah. these people on the yeah, song yeah. that have been on no other songs like that <laughs> justin guy yeah uh people that have been on very few other songs like lyle workman you've got this brazilian dude doing percussion i i mean there's just so many interesting things going on on this song this three and a half minute song that's you know track nine yeah. of an album from 2007 like i mean th- I don't know. Like the we just found so much cool stuff to delve into. Yeah. That just like it's just built up this song for me to where I already liked it. Like it was already on I mean it was probably like my big Spotify like you know best of them my giants mm-hmm. playlist I made which is a big playlist. Yeah. But you know this one made the cut already and you know just delving into all of these, you know, inspirations, possible inspirations, you know, Quotes from the band talking about the actual hummingbird moth. Right. I mean, <laughs> and this, like, for a lot of people, they're just like, yeah, it's a song on near the end of the else. Yeah. Which is kind of how I feel about it, but, like, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, but that just kind of says something for the band as a whole. Totally. That some people might just write the song off. Right. But look at how much thought went into this song. Yeah. On Linnell's part, and how much work, like, in the studio, putting all these layers on. Yeah. Like, it could have just been a little thing with, like, you know, Linnell playing, like, a piano patch and, you know, the five dudes doing their thing. I mean, this song, it's a great song. I mean, (laughs) I still think, man, I put Marty Bellarmask at 7.7. This is higher than that. This has got to be... I don't know. I'm going to go 7.9 on this. Love right it. Below, right below Renew My Subscription, which yeah, okay. episode hasn't come out yet, but that's why okay. I'm going to that. <laughs> um, another song with a lot of great rhymes. These both yeah. have great internal rhyme that's schemes. That's so true, all yes. These. Yeah. <laughs> Again, it's a beautifully written song about a fucked up creature yeah. that can only be explained <laughs> through song. Um, God. 
I need to bust out that quote more often. I need to about, <laughs> just like about like every song. I'll just be like, this is a, some fucked up thing that only could be explained through a John Linnell song. <laughs> uh, yeah, seven point nine. 7.9. Love it. Okay, so we uh, for the plug section, we've we've already talked about your uh, some of the stuff you do. Anything in particular, like maybe on the horizon or something that you're involved with that people could expect to see, or any you know social medias or, or websites they should go to. Um, I, I would say if if anybody has kids or is a kid at heart and hasn't seen City Island on PBS, I would say watch those. Uh, uh, I worked on a lot of different jobs on that show, and I'm really proud of how it came out. And then, what I, kind of like age range uh, of kids is it kind of geared towards? Um, <laughs> I've been told so many different numbers, but it's it. it, uh, it I think we were like shooting for like six to eight, but then we're finding that okay. younger kids also like it. So, and, right. and we're finding that generally speaking, parents are not annoyed <laughs> when their kids watch That's it over and over. Good. So yes. Yeah. You know, Bluey's, Bluey's kind of set the bar <laughs> for that recently. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Blue, Bluey's great. Bluey. Yes. We, we were hoping to be in the ranks of, uh, yeah, not annoying. Parents. Yeah, that's that. I mean, that show really did find this kind of sweet spot yeah. where it's like kids can relate to the kids and right. adults can relate to the dog adults. There's right. I, I, God, I can't remember who it was. Someone had like as their Facebook cover photo, um, you know, the mom. Yes. Saying, uh, what's the quote? She's saying. I just need 20 minutes where no one comes near me. I saw that. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, <laughs> like, like, just like bags under her eyes. Just like, <laughs> so funny to put just, that in like a preschool show. Yeah, because they're just such engaged parents. But there are times where, like, I also, you know, also like as the dad just being a goofball or whatever. Yeah. I mean, we're both goofball parents, but like, <laughs> The dad, you know, like in the show, Bandit, he's like, they're like jumping on him and stuff. And, you know, he's always up for some crazy game. But then there's other times where he's like, um, oh, what did he say? They're like, Dad, Dad, can we play a game? He's like, sure, as long as it involves me not getting up from this couch or like whatever <laughs> like that. Like, yeah. as long as it involves me not moving or talking. <laughs> so they just start climbing on him. Like they turn him into a mountain or whatever. Yeah. And like, That's well, so real, yeah. Don't have to move or talk. They're just like bouncing off of them. <laughs> this uh, is a great show. Okay, so I will have to check. This yeah, show I check out. that. Out. And then my See, Instagram I is went. at the Josh Pilt Show, and I'll, I'll I'll try to keep that up to date with stuff that's going on. Mm-hmm. It's an actual show. <laughs> <laughs> it is a comic, the Josh Pilt Show dot com. Oh. Uh, okay. uh, once again, a website. You have to go to the actual website, which maybe I'll change that. Com? Yeah. What does that mean? <laughs> you know, most people probably don't know what dot com means. Like what you know, dot net dot org. Yeah, right. Those are those are just letters. <laughs> uh dot gov. Um <laughs> they might be giants dot gov. That's where you get your official uh that's where you get your IFC stuff. Right. The Thing Giants government. The shadow government. I'm sorry. Um, I think you must be thinking of a different band. Is that what you're supposed oh, to yeah, say? Oh, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> no, I don't know. IFC stands for internal 
Uh, I don't even know. I'm too I'm too tired to be thinking it's of late. anything clever at this point. <laughs> um, I got to wake up in six hours. Oh, I'm so, so sorry. <laughs> it's all good. I only uh, educate the youth of tomorrow. Oh, God. Yeah, that's not really important. <laughs> they're just seventh and eighth graders. Um, you know, they're... <laughs> oh, the that, oh, middle school sounds easy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. It's... Um, it's always the highlight of everyone's life. Yeah. When you look back upon it. They think fondly about getting like pushed in the hallway. Right. By right. Some bully. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Um, so people know where to find yeah. me. I'm, yeah. I'm not going to do the whole spiel. Uh, leave me voicemails though. 224 801 2930. If you made it all the way to the end of this episode, leave me a voicemail and, you know, raise your hand. Just be like, I, I made it. And I'll um, send you some stickers, for, you know, sticking with us. Some stickers for sticking with us. So, uh, Josh, that was um, fun and um, tiring. We should do it again sometime because it was uh, it was fun and clearly we could even have talked longer. Yeah, totally. Uh, uh, and I uh, I promise I will be more concise the next time or not. I don't know. I just want to do it again. <laughs> don't make that promise. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs>